Hey folks, this is Brother Nero, and I'm here with my co-host Julia Blair. Hey Julia, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good tonight. How about you? I'm doing good. So let's get into uh, what we're going to do here today. As this is our um, virtual outreach, which we're going to be doing on a bi-weekly basis, we'll be doing it. And basically what we do is we answer the basic questions about shadow path diabolism, um, general questions about Satanism or theistic Satanism, and also about the ministry itself. And basically what we'll do is we'll go over the same basic questions every week. So that gives newcomers who've never heard these videos or never heard us speak about these things the chance to come and, and speak to us live and hear what we have to say. But we'll ha be having a question and answer session at the end for those of you who come by every week and listen to us do our virtual outreach. So the way I want to start today is by telling you a little bit about Shadow Path Diabolism. What is it? Why did I start it? What's it all about? Shadow Path Diabolism is a polytheistic religion with Satan as our chief deity. And we regard the other demons uh, as deities in their own right worthy of worship, but they're all under the um, authority of Satan. And basically, it's a combination of traditional witchcraft, medieval devil worship, and, and paganism. It's kind of our practices are a mingling of those things. And um, that's basically what it is. And the reason I established Shadow Path Diabolism was because I got tired of a bunch of atheists telling me what a Satanist is. So I said, well, hell with that. I'll just come up with a form of diabolism, call it Shadow Path Diabolism, come up with my own name for my own tradition, and then I can practice however I want. I don't have to deal with people telling me, oh, that's not real Satanism. That's not real devil worship. That's not real. Well, this is our tradition. We define what it is and we define how we practice. And if you don't like it, you don't have to practice it. So my thing is I invite people to practice if they agree with the, the tenets of the belief system with the religion. You know, that's kind of how I do it. If you agree with us, if you appreciate what we do here, then you're welcome to practice it. If you don't, go on to something else. Everybody has the right to believe what they want to believe. Satan gave you a free will. The demons gave you a free will to live your life according to your own moral code, according to your own belief system. If shadow path diabolism is not right for you, there's no hard feelings from us. We have no nothing bad to say about you. Just go on and do what you go on and do you. And if Devil's Mark Ministries isn't, isn't the right place for you, that's fine too. We don't, if, if you don't feel comfortable here, you're more than welcome to go look somewhere else for something else that suits you better. Anyway, that being said, let's get into the questions. Do you have a first question for me, Julia? Yes, I do. You've explained very succinctly and very well what Shadow Path Diabolism is, but I think what people really want to know first and foremost is what is Diabolism? And to my knowledge, this is um, an umbrella term, essentially, that means devil worship, um, religious devotion to the devil and it is sometimes used to differentiate yourself from satanism if if you're one of the people who consider atheistic satanism to be the only type of satanism um but generally this this is more a specific word that means devil worship yeah it, it basically is a word that means the religious worship of the devil or of devils and it the reason that we chose to use that word is because 
it's very specific. It doesn't mean anything else other than the religious worship for working with devils and uh, or the devil. You can't really mistake what it means, and you can't say that it means atheism, although you can't really say that about Satanism either, but they did it, you know? The simple fact is, and I got to get on a soapbox here and say this while we've got an audience, you know, the Church of Satan likes to claim that they created the term Satanism or they codified it, which is true. LeVay did actually organize it into a formal religion. I'll give him credit for that. And I don't have any ill will towards LeVay, but the Church of Satan I can't stand uh, because they've become so ridiculous over the years. Um, and and a lot of people would argue that the Church of Satan started out as a theistic Satanism organization, and the Levaeans hate that, but that's what Aquino always said. He always said that they were a theistic organization when they started out, and he's not the only one. There were other members of the Church of Satan that said that they were a theistic organization and that Levay knew damn well that Satan existed. But somewhere along the line, he got, um, you know, disillusioned with it all. So that's one of those things. But anyway... Yeah, I got sidetracked here, but so like I was saying, diabolism is just a generic term that means worshiping the devil. That's it. Uh, or working with devils. So that way, if you know, if you want to say I'm a devil worshiper, I worship the devil or I work with devils, then you can use that term. And, and it's an old term and nobody has the right to it. But shadow path diabolism, the reason I chose that term was to distinguish uh, our tradition from the general usage of the term diabolism, because you can't trademark and you can't really own a generic term like diabolism. So I wanted to make sure we had enough identifying characteristics in our name so that people would know the difference. Okay, let's move on to the next topic, please, Julia. Alrighty, so the next question that I have for us is who are demonic gods? And we use this term, and a lot of people use this term to uh, define the spirits generally, sometimes including Satan, sometimes not, sometimes just including the spirits who serve under him in whatever hierarchy it is that you accept as canon. Uh, we believe that Satan is the chief deity of this pantheon and that he is um, not only the devil but a many-faced god and that the demonic spirits, the demonic gods, are often often can take on many different forms and different faces depending on who they're interacting with. Yeah, the demonic gods to us is just a generic term referring to the demonic spirits. And, and I wanted to give them the credit that they deserve by calling them gods because we believe they're, some of the demons are obviously the pagan gods and, and stuff like that. And we believe that calling them demons kind of lowers them and, and kind of disrespects what they're about and uh, it doesn't give them the credit they deserve. So, um, you know, so we wanted to give them the credit they deserve by actually calling them the demonic gods. And I always felt uncomfortable just saying the gods in general. I never felt quite comfortable with that. But anyway, so that's that's one of those things. Um, but you can use that term if you want, but we use that as a generic term to give them the proper respect as gods in their own right. And that could be any, that's all the Goetia demons, that's any of the other demons that you see in the grimoire. anybody that you might consider a demonic spirit, we would consider the demonic gods. Okay, I think that answers that question. Next, Julia. All right, so the next question is one we get a lot. Do you worship evil? 
And the short answer is no. We don't really take the Christian view of Satan as the punisher, the lord of evil, the, the force of all negativity in the universe. We don't really subscribe to that sort of belief. Um, the way we see Satan is as a god of the worldly, of the physical world and of free will um, that brought mankind knowledge and free choice. And um, we believe in not feeling the need to deny the worldly because of that in like in exchange for some sort of spiritual purity um we believe that there are dark sides to the gods but we also believe that a lot of them will have a positive side to them as well we don't believe that they're single faceted i think that it's very important to realize that all of the demonic spirits in my experience from what i've learned over the years have they're multifaceted they have many faces and they will treat you how you treat them. If you disrespect them and you disregard them, you're likely to get what some people might classify as an evil reaction. If you have respect for them, they will um, generally, in most cases, treat you well. Um, and and the other thing is, is they don't have the same morals we do. They're not, as I say to people, the demonic spirits are not immoral. They're just amoral. They don't look at things in terms of human society. They understand, like, like, for example, they understand that we have certain limitations on things that we can do. And they understand that, you know, um, that we live in a society with laws and all that. But they don't, they're not bound by those laws. They're not bound by moral codes. And so their way of looking at the world is different than ours. And when you interact with them, it's always wise to to keep that in mind. It's it's not black and white when you deal with demonic spirits. They're very, very different from us. You always have to remember they're ancient gods that have seen civilizations rise and fall. They've seen, you know, disasters, famines, disease, you know, pandemics. Yeah, we don't want to bring that up, do we? Anyway, but they've seen all of that and they've seen more than we'll ever know. And so they have a different perception of time. They have a different perception of morality. They have a different approach to things. So when you deal with them, don't forget that. And for those of you who do successfully um, make contact with them, the more you make contact with them, the uh, more you'll know that's true. You'll find that what I'm saying is true. The only way you'll know whether I'm telling you the truth or not is if you had personal experiences yourself. One of the things about this is, if you've never had any experiences with them, you're not sure if anybody's telling you the truth. So all I can say is practice, pray, meditate, connect with them, and you'll see if I'm telling you the truth or not. Okay, next question. Absolutely. Um, before I get to the next question, I'd just like to say hello to everyone who's saying hi in the chat. And just as a reminder, if um, you would like to leave us some questions, um, we're going to be doing a Q&A at the end in, in addition to our pre-scripted questions that we've got here. Um, the next question that I have on the list is, uh, what are your policies regarding children? And this mostly comes down to the fact that children have free will and free choice just as adults do. You should, you, there's nothing wrong with raising your children to experience Satanism and diabolism. There's no problem. 
we see no problem with teaching your children about your religion. We think that's important anyway. If it's a part of your life, then it should be a part of their upbringing. However, we don't condone baptizing children or dedicating them to Satan before they're ready to make that decision themselves. You can certainly ask for a blessing for your child, but you shouldn't force the decision to follow onto, onto them. That's the decision that they need to come to themselves. Right. And of course, no one under 18 in, in rituals that involve alcohol and such and such. Uh, the other thing I want to I want to say about this, the reason that that this is part of the FAQ is because sometimes over the years, I've, I've been in many different um, groups over the years, and you'll have people come up to you and go, can you baptize my child? You know, I have this infant and it's like, no, we can't baptize your child because we believe that Satan doesn't accept anyone who can't make a free choice to serve him. He just doesn't. It's just the way it works. At least that's the way it's been in our experience. And so what we say to people is we can do a blessing to ask for Satan's protection upon your child or to look over your child, but we can't do a baptism. And people ask that question a lot, especially new moms. They tend to want uh, their children blessed, uh, you know, or at least baptized. And we tell them we can't baptize them, but we can give them blessings. So it's very important to understand that at least in our experience, and some people's experience might be different, but in our experience, the Satan will not accept somebody unless they're coming to him of their own free will. Every person that I've talked to in Satanism over the past 40 years tells me the same story. And the story is this. Satan came to me. I felt his presence and I was given a choice whether or not to serve him. He didn't demand that I serve him. He didn't threaten me. He said, do you want to serve me? Believe me, follow me, that sort of thing. They were always given a choice as to whether or not to follow him. So we feel that you can't take that away from children. Now, the next part of that is, should you expose your children to Satanism? Yeah, I think you should. I think you should give them a chance to see what Satanism is about. I think you you should um, give them a chance to see what diabolism is about. If they want to help out with holiday preparations and stuff like that, you should let them and you should have holiday events that you know, your children can be actively involved in. But there is a caveat to that. A lot of children at a young age will act like they're interested in something, even though, um, even though, um, you know, they're just doing it to get attention from their parents. Because one of the things that I found being involved with groups that had children was that the children will actively try to get involved in Satanism because they're trying to get attention from their mother and father. And if your kids are trying to get involved to get your attention, then that's not the right reason to get involved. So make sure that you're giving your children the proper attention outside of the religion so they don't feel like they have to use the religion to get your attention. That's very important. But if, if you know you have a good relationship with your children and then they show an interest in Satanism, you can expose them to it. You can have events that they can get involved in or activities, but don't force it on them. That's not the uh, that's not the way it works in our experience. Anyway, next question. Okay, so um, next question I have for us is: uh, Isn't this just sort of reverse Christianity? This whole thing isn't this kind of just a way to thumb your nose at the Christians? And while I can't speak for everybody, I don't think any of us can speak for everybody. 
in shadow path diabolism, we don't consider that to be a principle of a principle of our religion. We're not out to pervert the teaching of Christianities or make everything all about blasphemy. We don't really consider ourselves directly associated with Abrahamic religions. There, of course, in in Satan, of course, we do see some of the idea of the adversary. So maybe in that sense, we have a, a tenuous connection to, to that mythology. But we also believe that Satan, the demonic gods, are separate en entities that existed long before, before the birth of Christianity. And so we don't use Christianity as the basis for any of our beliefs and practices. The only time we'd use blasphemy or the only time anyone who is a shadow path diabolist would use blasphemy as generally if they needed to rid themselves of Christian influence that might have been, that might have caused negative experiences in their past, or if they've been baptized in, in Christianity and want to get rid of that. Um, so yes, in, in other words, no, it is not reverse Christianity, even though some people might say it is, it's not maybe bear some passing resemblance, but it, at its core, it's very different. I will say that one of the things that when people ask me that, I say, yeah, for a lot of people, Satanism is reverse Christianity. It really is because they don't look beyond the blasphemy part. They don't have a connection with Satan outside of we must blaspheme against the Christian God and the Christian faith and all that stuff, right? Satanism never takes on its own identity. They don't ever seem to... Um, worship Satan without being rebelling against Christianity. You know, in order for a religion to grow and have a passion, you have to, you know, and, and to grow as a tradition, you have to have your own observances. You have to have your own holidays. It has to be a standalone religion that can, can stand alone without Christianity. So we try very hard to make sure that our rituals and our observances are their own unique thing, that they don't require Christianity to be viable or to be serious. Uh, so that's very important, I think, to point out. Because so many um, satanic organizations, it seems like all they do is blaspheme. And I'm not saying that blasphemy is a negative thing. We all know Christianity has been destructive. It destroys personal freedom and it takes away people's autonomy. And, and you know, it's just a bad religion, let's be honest. It's a religion for slaves and for slave-minded people. But I will say that if that's all you're doing, you're kind of not getting the full picture of Satanism and you're not letting the gods or the demonic gods, the demons express themselves. They're more than just one-dimensional entities that are all about rebelling against Christianity. You don't really um, give them an opportunity to show you the multiple, multifaceted aspects of themselves, you know? So anyway continue Julie. exactly okay well on the heels of that one um my favorite question is aren't satanic religions just cults and uh everyone who knows me knows i have a chip on my shoulder about this but i will say it again for, for the people in the back cults are inherently unsatanic if someone is forcing their will over you, if someone is manipulating you and using fear and control to get you to serve them or revere them as a god or some kind of spiritual guru that holds the key to enlightenment, that is giving up your free will and in, in 
a lot of cases is doing something that is actively going to harm you. And that is just the opposite of satanic principles. That's not to say there aren't satanic groups that do fit the definition of cult, unfortunately, but be mindful of that if you're looking at a group and you're saying, is this a cult or isn't it? Because if they're displaying those sort of behaviors, they're not they're not an organization you want to be around. They're not, not an organization that celebrates what the core of Satanism truly is. Yeah, I mean, if if somebody's trying to coerce you into doing things against your will, I and mean, that's not what Satan fought for, and at least in our viewpoint, he fought for us to have free will and personal autonomy. He's the one that gave us free will as far as we're concerned in our tradition. So if somebody's trying to take that from you or telling you you have to do something their way in order to be a real Satanist, um, you, better, you better get out of there real quick because that's not a satanic organization. And unfortunately, I have to say, there are a lot more satanic groups that are starting to be cult-like, that are starting to almost be like um, monotheistic Christian uh, religions and, and their, their dogma and stuff. And it's starting to get a little bit creepy out there, uh, how, how much they're starting to act like Christianity, you know? So always be mindful of that. If somebody's trying to take your personal autonomy away, or if somebody's trying to tell you, oh, if you don't do exactly what we say, you're not a real Satanist. The only one that could say that is Satan. And that's between you and him. And anybody who tells you any different is an idiot. Okay. I mean, you could tell him Brother Nero said you're an idiot. If you don't want to call him an idiot, I'm fine with it. Everybody hates me anyway, because I tell the truth and they don't like that. So <laughs> I'm not the most popular person in the Satanic community because I tend to tell them to go fuck themselves when I don't like something. Somebody has to say, Oh, I'm not supposed to say that. We're supposed to be professional here. We're not supposed to say, go fuck yourself. But I did it anyway. So there you go. That's why I'm not as successful as somebody else. Okay. All right. Here <laughs> calls a spade a spade. <laughs> yes. Okay. So <laughs> next question. Um, this is this is an interesting one. Is Shadow Path Diabolism a form of paganism? And a lot of people who are in satanic religions kind of rebel against this term. They don't like the term pagan. And honestly, we don't see anything necessarily wrong with it. You don't have to take pagan as kind of the, the white light, fluffy crystals and unicorns type of stuff that you see in New Age shops on the high street these days. Um, we The way we practice shadow path diabolism is it's a polytheistic religion. It... Um, involves celebration of the earth and the worldly. It has elements of traditional witchcraft and pre-Christian paganism, essentially. So yes, we would say that at least for us, it is a pagan religion. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, um, we believe Satan is a god of knowledge, a god of wisdom, um, a god of the earth, a god of the earth and the material. As I like to say, our tradition is you know, a tradition of the left hand and the right hand path. It's, it's, um, you know, we try to balance it out. We're, we're a religion of balance. We try to honor the gods and, and try to be, um, serious students of the occult and Satanism. Although when I say that, I have to say this, we do not, uh, we're not a ceremonial magic organization. We're not an initiatory school. We're a religious organization. We, uh, kind of say to people that we're more of a traditional church. We're a religious group, and we make no apologies for that. Um, 
because we think that's what Satanism is lacking, is the religious aspect to it. We think that too many people uh, try to intellectualize everything and don't connect with the spirits enough. They try to make it all about them um, and not about the spirits. That's why we deliberately keep our rituals simple. We deliberately make them more pagan or almost heathen-like, uh, if you know what heathenism is. For those of you who don't, that's the Viking kind of also true sort of tradition, uh, you know, sort of thing. So I think that's important to point out. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, so um, the next question we have on our list is um, one that we spoke about last time, and I think bears repeating, what are your opinions about demonolatry? And as I said last time, I used it as the basis for, for learning about Satan and the demonic gods and about forming my own practice when I started out. I had some problems with some inconsistencies and there were times when I found that I was reading the material and I was finding myself going, yes, okay, I understand what you're saying, but I, I don't see anything backing it up. And it, it's just, there was a lack of support for some of the points that were made that just kind of bothered me internally. And it's not really a structure I, I, I use anymore. I, have it served its purpose for me and and that's basically the extent of my opinion on it honestly yeah i i think um i will say what i said last time which is i have a lot of respect for the people that practice demonolatry because i think they're genuine i have issues with s conley um and the way she handles things uh about her practice i i don't think um I don't think she always, well, I just, I'll leave it at that. I have issues with S. Conley. I'm not going to, I'm not going to start more drama. I think I've already started enough drama this week with, you know, some of my comments about certain people. Um, but I'll just say that I have issues with her, but the religion itself, uh, I think is okay. I think the people that practice it are genuine. I think they try to do their best to serve the demons as they see it. And I think Satan gave them the freedom to do that. So I think I'm really grateful for that. I'm really grateful um, that there is a tradition that at least tries to honor the demons and give them the respect they deserve. So I'll just leave it at that. But I think it's a, I think it's a good starting point, but I don't think it's the be all and end all of everything. Absolutely not. And at the very least, I will say it is it is respectful. It is a serious practice for all intents and purposes. And it's very approachable. It's it's very um, it, it tends to be quite simple to understand and quite unthreatening for someone who may be coming into this and going, what on earth have I just gotten myself into? <laughs> so it's it, it does. It serves its purpose. Um, the next question I have on the list is an interesting one that we got off of one of the question and answer websites, actually. What is it like to be a Satanist? And that really depends on who you ask, I think. Um, everyone practices slightly differently. Everyone has their own personal relationship with the gods. But in, in essence, I think it's, well, for me, it's a very uplifting experience. It's, it's changed my entire life. And it's changed change some things for the better and change some things that I don't know how I feel about. Like you, it, it's very shocking to suddenly discover that you can't 
necessarily reveal your religion to someone because you might be met with violence or you might lose your job or be denied um, adoption or whatever or get a, a visit from child services. So it it has it's a double-edged sword. I, I think if you are called to Satanism, it's powerful and I would absolutely say to anyone who's considering it, absolutely explore that. But be mindful that there will be roadblocks. It's not an easy path to follow by any means. Yeah. I think I think the the thing is it's it can be very difficult. I've seen a lot of people go through a lot of stuff. I mean, I've seen people denied custody of their children just simply because they're uh, Satanist, simply because they're diabolist. Um even though they are the far better parent and even the court recognizes that the other spouse is on drugs or uh, has other issues, they've, they've denied um, custody to the parent that actually uh, has a better income, has a better home life, simply because that person is a Satanist. And I find that incredible, but it is true. And it's happened to many people. Uh, it's happened to people that I've known it's happened to people from the Church of Satan that I've heard about. It's happened to a lot of people. So, so it, you have to go into becoming a Satanist or a shadow path diabolist or whatever you want to call yourself, devil worshiper, understanding that you're going to face a difficult life sometimes simply because you choose to not follow the standard belief system, the Abrahamic traditions, you know, so you have to be aware of that before you even go into this because it's going to cause you some problems. But if you believe in Satan enough that you're willing to put up with that nonsense, then it's well worth it. I wouldn't choose any other religion, obviously. I wouldn't change any decision I've made. I made a pact with Satan when I was 12, and I don't regret any part of it at all. You know? And I, I would agree with that. Go yeah, ahead. no, I would I would agree with that. I wouldn't change anything either. It's it if you are one of the people who's drawn to Satanism, chances are you're a bit of an outcast. And for me, this was the first place, metaphorically speaking, that I felt that I truly belonged. So if if you can sum that up, one of the things that it's like to be a Satanist for me is finally having a sense of belonging. And that is that and my relationship with the gods is worth any trouble, honestly. It's more valuable to me than anything else. Anyway, yeah. so if yeah. would you like me to go on to the next question? Yes. Okay, so um, next one is, uh, can you still be a Satanist even if you were baptized at a Catholic church from birth? Or I would expand this to say whether you were dedicated in any religious sense that you'd like to break free from and that is where I would say first of all yes and second of all this is where blasphemy comes in if you have been baptized and you feel like that's something that you want to rid yourself of that's when you might perform acts of blasphemy or, or a specific type of black mass just to get rid of that previous influence and I think it can be tricky for, for some people uh, they can feel that it holds them back because they have this inherent fear that their religion has instilled in them, but it doesn't have to hold you back at all. You can absolutely still be a Satanist, no matter what you've been baptized into, as long as you're, that's where your heart is now and that's the path that you have chosen, absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, 
I think sometimes you have to, I'm kind of distracted here because I'm trying to keep up with the comments as well. I think, um, I think for people that were born in a religious uh, home, I think blasphemy is important. I really do. I think you need to break that bond it has on you because I think it's not only a psychological bond, but it is a spiritual bond and you need to do a ritual to, to dedicate yourself to Satan and break those bonds it has on you. Um, I think um, I think uh, one of the things you have to do is you have to do some blasphemy to, do, to deal with that. For example, um, one of the standard rituals that you see in witchcraft is they will they will basically have you break the cross and they will have you burn pages of the Bible and they'll have you say the Lord's Prayer backwards, that sort of thing. It's very common. It's not it's not nobody owns that ritual. It's in a lot of witchcraft books. And most serious satanic organizations will have you do some variation of that, especially if they feel that you need it to break free from your Christian um, programming. So that's not uncommon. The only thing I will say, though, is that that I've always found it interesting that nobody ever takes into account that what if you're not Catholic? I mean, if you're not Catholic, saying the Lord's Prayer backwards isn't going to really do a lot for you because it doesn't mean anything to you, right? So, um, it, so you know, you need to adapt your ritual to the people you're dealing with. Like, for example, if you have a, a Muslim, they're not going to care about the Lord's Prayer. To them, you need to take something from the Quran. They need to burn pages of the Quran. They need to um, say one of their sacred prayers backwards, or they need to, for them, it might be, I need to eat pork, you know, during the ritual or whatever, whatever the, whatever the thing is for them. So you need to adapt your ritual to the initiate. And unfortunately, most organizations don't do that. Uh, so anyway, that's just me having a little, little side rant on stuff. Anyway. Okay. Next question. Julia, you there? Sorry, guys, I, I've, I've been muting my microphone because my sound is messed up and I forgot to unmute my microphone. I apologize. I really apologize for that. I was that. like, oh, shit, I didn't get disconnected, did I? Yeah. No, that was entirely my fault. I, I deeply apologize to everybody listening. Um, so one question that I haven't made a banner for, but I think is important because I do see people talking about this, and that is what is the relationship with between witchcraft and diabolism or Satanism? Um, but I think the term diabolism is more appropriate here. When you're talking about neo-pagan witchcraft, there's maybe not too much connection, but when you're talking about traditional witchcraft, the law behind witches is that traditionally witches worked with the devil. You have uh, like the paintings of the witches Sabbath with the essentially the witches holding Baphomet holding counsel with the witches or the Sabbatic goat holding counsel with the witches. And this is what women were hung and burned for because people were accusing them of devil worship and the some of the traditional witchcraft spells and accounts that are still available do make mention of working with the devil um nero you you've had some opinions on this what do you think well i think i think the problem is that people um take the devil out of witchcraft he's always been associated with witchcraft traditional witchcraft i think um 
one of my biggest issues is that people get influenced by uh, Wicca and they think Wicca is the be all and end all of witchcraft. Well, let me explain something to you, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know this. Wicca was created in the mid 1950s. Wicca is not an ancient religion, no matter what they say. Gerald Gardner created it in the 1950s. In fact, the charge of the goddess was influenced by Aleister Crowley. He took influence from Crowley's writings, and you could see Crowley's influence. Crowley wrote the charge of the goddess. Um, and he, you know, he was friends with Gardner. And so people get this impression that Wicca is somehow an ancient religion. It's not. So, so when they, you shouldn't just use Wicca as your BLN and dog. Now we know that there are accounts of people who did worship the devil in the middle ages. And some people say, oh, it's just the church, you know, they're, um, you know, they made it up. It wasn't real, but there are so many accounts all over the world of people doing it. The people that were downtrodden. Satan has always been the entity of the outcast, the God of the outcast. And so contrary to what people believe, Satanism and traditional witchcraft that associated with the devil was the religion of the poor people, was the religion of the, uh, of the um, you know, the outcasts, so to speak. And so, so Satan has always been that champion. And people get the impression that, that witchcraft was of the elite, you know, the Illuminati stuff. But actually, um, archaeologists and anthropologists will tell you that, that the belief in the Middle Ages in magic split into two camps. You had the elitists like Dr. John Dee and that sort of crowd that believed in commanding demons through the power of, of the Christian God. And then you had the more pagan kind of witchcraft where they worshiped the devil or the horned God, and they were more the common people. So Satanism has always been, and traditional witchcraft has always been the religion of common people as opposed to the elite. So this idea of the Illuminati, which is, again, another load of bullshit that people tend to talk about online. Um, let me tell you something. The Illuminati was or basically taken apart in the 1700s. And it, there's no evidence that it exists. So if somebody goes around telling you, we're part of the Illuminati, we're part of a generational coven of Satanism that's been underground for how many hundreds of years, it's bullshit. Now, how I could say that with absolute certainty? Because I've been searching for groups like that since I was 12 years old. Never found one. I've been searching since the days of the satanic panic for one. They don't exist. If somebody tells you they exist, they're full of shit. And if somebody tells you they're a member of one of those groups, they're trying to scam you. Okay? You can believe me or not believe me, but just trust me on that. Okay? All right. Next. All right. Well, um, we are looking at just wrapping up our um, pre-prepared list here. Before we go to questions from the audience, I just wanted to put this last one up. Uh, what is the ultimate goal of Devil's Mark Ministries? And essentially that is to provide community, to provide a, a safe and secure space to people who want to essentially engage in serious worship of the devil and demonic gods as a serious faith. We 
we found all of us have found that it's so difficult to find community it's difficult to find people who are serious even with the it within the theistic community it's so difficult to find groups which are safe and are not just pre-established cliques and we want to be a place where everyone can come and feel safe if they need a space to worship and they'd like people to worship with and we also want to we, we do outreach, we want to liaise with the public, kind of hopefully break down some of the stigma around satanic religions and just let the public know that we're there and have some conversations. And essentially those are the things that are driving all of this. And I'm sure that Nira has some opinions of his own as well. Yeah, I mean, I we're, we're trying to create a place where we can offer baptisms and and funerals and basic ceremonies to people. Um, we'd like to have different ceremonies for members as opposed to the general public, but we'd also like to offer uh, ceremonies to the general public that may not be a part of our tradition. People that feel like they've always wanted to get baptized, but maybe they don't agree with us entirely and do kind of a generic baptism that fits all denominations. We hope to do that at some point, and we hope to be able to provide um, clergy services for people because there's nowhere to go where you can be assured that somebody actually believes in the devil and somebody actually cares about this. You know, if you want a funeral done or if you want a baptism done or, or you want a blessing on your children. Um, so we would like to do both. We would like to do uh, ministry specific ceremonies. And we'd also like to do generic ones that anybody can come to uh, and be a part of. Like, so say if you're, you know, if you're a Levian, but you wanted a service, for whatever reason, you didn't have access to someone, we'd like to perform a service or uh, have a service that was general enough that you could still get something out of it, still have the service and not necessarily um, be bothered by who's performing it for you. So that's a big thing for us. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, I was just going to say, I kind of lost track of the comments here. So I apologize for not putting up the comments. So I may be putting up some old comments that I've already put up before, but just so I can get back on track. Anyway, go ahead, um, Julia, with the next question. Well, absolutely. I mean, I think that pretty much wraps up what we have. I'm going to have a quick look in the comments. I know that we had one quite early at the start, and that was, oh, yes. Um, so what are our thoughts about publishing and writing books about Satanism for children and teens? I think as long as it's age appropriate, it's not necessarily bad. I think that you shouldn't use it to push an agenda. Like we all know who I'm talking about here. Don't bring it into the schools. Don't don't try and force it down people's throats for the sake of making a point. But if someone did write a book that uh, that presented satanic religions in an age appropriate and non-threatening way, I think that might actually be important. And I think that some children and teenagers might be very interested in that and might just want to learn the other side of this rather than what they've been told about it being just a force of evil. Yeah, I I don't think that, um, I think having books for children, if you want to expose them to it is good. I don't see a problem with like children's storybooks, but it, it depends. Cause see, I have, I'm, I've got mixed feelings on this. Because I think theistic Satanists listen way too much to atheists. I think they've been influenced way too much by atheistic Satanism, and they need to stop listening to atheists and start listening to themselves and listen to 
to the voice within and the connection with Satan. For example, let me let me tell you what I mean. You know, a lot of a lot of religious Satanists will say, "Hey, you know, uh, you know, I've been told that I really shouldn't raise my children to believe in Satan. I shouldn't expose them to Satanism at an early age because, after all, they need to have free will and free choice and all this stuff, right? Right? But what happens is, you know." the reason people get like that is because they've been told by the church of Satan, Oh, you shouldn't expose your children. They should have free will. Well, first of all, the church of Satan has one purpose and that's to destroy religious Satanism. They've said it in their own material. They've said it in their own mass. And then people listen to them like their, their advice that you should be listening to for theistic Satanism. You shouldn't. Okay. So, so you shouldn't expose your children against their will, but you also, should give them an opportunity if they're interested to be a part of ritual and events that as long as they're appropriate. And if you want to get them coloring books because they're interested in it or, or like um, storybooks, then you should, but don't force it down their throat. You have to have a balance with all this stuff, you know, go ahead. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think I don't think we've got too many more questions, guys. If you have questions, please feel free to post them in the chat. Um, one thing that I did find interesting, though, was uh, a question. Or it wasn't a question. I'm sorry. It was it was more a, a an observation that um, Grand Madness made when talking about some Christian religions, and he said it's not a belief; it's a business. And I thought that was a really interesting way of putting it. Um, and I think that in some cases it is and that's something when you are religious leader that you have to be careful of when the christian ministries christian ministries have this this like this um process of of tithing right and that's how they get money for the church and that is all well and good i have no problem with the congregation contributing to the church and to their services if that they get something out of that. What I do have a problem with is that when it becomes sort of a pay to play thing. So you see this in, this is an extreme example, but you see this in, for instance, Scientology, where you cannot participate in the structure of the system unless you pay for it. And, you know, there's always, there's always going to be commercialism that sneaks into it. And I think that's a very important thing to watch out for if, if you're practicing any religion if it starts to become about commercialism if it starts to become about selling merch and and selling rituals online then that's something that you want to steer clear of yeah i i mean look every business every organization has to make money but it shouldn't be the primary function of the organization i mean i mean we we have equipment that we desperately need for our outreaches so you know selling books or, or making some money from from the books that that I sell, you know, my book or any of the magazines is always helpful. But when you see somebody who's who's making everything about the money, you know, it, it's sad. And I, that's one of the reasons I hate some of these people that price their books up so high. I feel like they're taking advantage of people's belief in Satan and their desperate desire to connect with Satan. And they're using it against them to 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 manipulate them. And I just I hate it. And that's one of the reasons why the ministry was created. You know, it's very, you know, I say this and I just I say this to people and I say to anybody listening who might be listening now or who might be listening to this in the future. I know everybody says they're different. I know every ministry says, you know, 
they're genuine and all that stuff. But if you if you're reluctant to give a ministry a chance, I would ask you that you come see what we're about. You come to our website, you get to know us a little bit, and I think you'll see that everybody that's here genuinely believes in Satan. And we're trying to create a place for people who genuinely believe in Satan and want to worship him and want to have a place where they can uh, have, you know, relationships with other people who actually believe in him. And uh, so I hope you'll give us the opportunity to check us out and kind of get to know us and come back for another one of these events and ask questions. We're here. That's why we're here, because we believe in Satan and we want people to know that there are people out here that genuinely believe. And it's not about the money. It's not about ego. And it's not about any of those things. You know, that's one of the other things that I have a problem with, with modern Satanism. Everybody's trying to act like they're, you know, they're the highest embodiment of human life. They're a living God. They're trying to act hard. They're trying to act dark. It's like, dude, don't you just want to be a normal person where you can hang out with people and be cool? You know, just be cool with people. You don't have to have to worry about somebody stabbing you in the back and talking about you behind your back. And the only thing they're interested in is Satan. Wouldn't you like that? I know I would. You know, I just don't understand the need for the ego shit. I'm so sick of it myself. Anyway. And I think that's one of the goals. That's one of the goals of the ministry, right? Isn't it just to provide that kind of a place where it's no bull crap, just, you know, this is where people, you come here, you be cool with people. You're not getting a swagger on or anything. You're just here to find community and worship together. And I think that's something that's difficult to find. And that's what we're trying to provide with in doing this essentially. Yeah. And every, everybody in this ministry is down to earth. I mean, and, and you know, I'm not going to sit there and say I've never had an ego or I've never, never had an attitude or anything. But what I'm saying is most of the people here are very, very, uh, I would say that people here are genuine. They're genuine and they care about this. And I think that's so important. So anyway, uh, let's see. Can, can you look around and see if there's any questions that we need to answer? Because I'm kind of lost with the comments right now. I don't believe there are any other questions. Um I think a lot of it was, there was some inter very interesting discussion here, but most of it was just some interesting points being brought up and not any direct questions. So unless anyone has anything else that they'd like to ask, um, I think that about wraps us up for tonight. Okay. Um, okay, well then, uh, I guess that's it. And you guys can join us next time. We do this every other week on Sunday at 4.30 p.m. Central, and we do this virtual outreach, and we answer any questions anybody has. If you know somebody who would be interested in what we're talking about or would be interested in the ministry, let them know that we're here every other week on Sunday at 4.30 p.m. Central. Oh, I think there's a question. Oh, yes. Um, is there any online community like a forum or Discord group when we can, where we can engage with the ministry? That was something we were playing with that idea a while back. Um, we had some trouble finding a platform that was appropriate and we wanted to make sure that it wouldn't just become a place where people would come and throw their weight around or post nonsense. Um, would that be something, I don't know if that would be something that we'd be interested in, in restarting in the future. Certainly if you- uh, well, um, I think, uh, Julia, if I could just interrupt you, yeah, we can no do worries. that on Substack. We can do that on Substack. We, um, have the option to have chat on Substack. So if people want to come sign up for our Substack, they can do that. 
You want to give the Substack. Uh, uh, yes. There he is down there at the bottom, the crawler. Um, if you just come sign up to Substack, you'll be able to chat with us. There is a chat available. We haven't really activated it because the members of the ministry don't use it that much. But if people want to make that an active community where they can learn and talk to members of the ministry, we will do that. Because let's let's face it here, guys, we're ministers here to serve our community. If that's what you want, if that's how we can help you, if that's how the ministry can serve you and serve Satan and his kingdom, then we will do that for you. So we will make that happen if you'd like. Um, so just join up to the Substack, and we'll try to make that happen in the next few days. But please be be aware that we are um, finishing the final touches on the latest issue of the Shadow Path Journal. Um, there is a free there is a free membership to uh, the Substack, but if you want the latest digital copy of the magazine, that there is a paid subscription. But but there is a free option to uh, the Substack, so you can go in there and not sign up for anything, and you'll get access to all our videos, podcasts. But if you do want the uh, digital version of our magazine, that will require uh, a paid subscription. But even if you even if you don't want to be a paid subscriber, anybody's welcome to ask questions or 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 let us know what they you know if they ha need anything. And please let us know if we can improve these virtual um, these virtual outreaches. If there's anything we can do to make it easier for you or more useful for you. Like I said, we're here to serve you and we mean what we say. We're not out here doing this just for money or just for ego. We're doing it because for me personally, I made a promise to Satan that I would serve his people and serve his children. And I dedicated myself to him when I was 12. And I know Julia, she's a little bit uh, newer in the faith, but she made the same promise. And so did Marie Ravensoul, who is another member of our ministry. We're all getting together to do this because we want to make a difference. We want there to be an alternative to all this stupidity out there. So please let us know if there's something we can do to serve you better. And please let other people know that we're here and that we're trying to do our best to help people. Okay. We appreciate it. Thank you very much for coming. Hope to see you next time. Take care, everybody. Uh, you have anything you want to say, Julia? Yes. Thank you very everybody so much for coming. Thank you for all of your comments. Um, all of them are fantastic. We like to get some good good discussion. And the ones that aren't good discussion um, drive up the engagement. So thank you anyway. But um, yeah. thank you, everybody. I hope that you all have a great night. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.